Hey, Chuckles, this is Juan from Fuagata Podcast. Um, just touching base with you guys to talk to you about Anchor. This is the program I use to do all my podcasting and everything that I'm doing right now. It is an easy one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. And it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. If I can use it, you can use it. I was looking for something that was easy, that I can use in one-on-one, that I didn't need a bunch of equipment. I'm doing everything off my phone. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Yeah, amazing, right? Now, my podcast, of course, kind of covers all these different kind of subjects and everything else. But it's a great outlet for everything that I'm doing and everything I'm trying to get out and the thoughts. And right now, as a, as a comedian, especially a stand-up comedian, there's nowhere to go. So the easiest way to put stuff out has been on here, especially during the quarantine. So if you're wanting to start a podcast and even have a chance of making money while doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's get to it. We, you know, yeah, writers aren't that great either. They take forever to make a script done, but they're like, hey, where's the book? Where's the script? Where's like, the what book? do I draw? He's <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit. Um, yeah, so there's a Latinos in Comics panel. We're obviously Latino. I'm a Cuban-Mexican background. I was born and raised in Hialeah, uh, out of Miami. Well, I'm a, my name is John Luyo. I'm writer, creator of uh, Tommy, Ravenous, The Gun, my publisher and partner in, in, in uh, making all these crazy books, Juan Navarro. Yeah. I'm Cuban-American, yeah. born, born in uh, Los Angeles, Cuban parents, and uh, been, been into This is a bizarro crap, because I was born in Hialeah, but I'm half Mexican, yeah. and then you were born in LA, and you're Cuban. That's like wrong. It's crazy, yeah. Some bizarro <laughs> Cubans, yeah. It's wrong. You should have been in the barrio. Um, but I do love the tacos anyways. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, there's a good taqueria that we found. Have you guys seen that Taco Chronicles on Netflix? Yeah. It's like taco porn. Yeah? Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. I was tempted. If you guys, you start watching this, like, yeah. oh, fuck, I gotta go eat me some tacos. I haven't watched it. He keeps telling me, go watch it. I'm like, no. I watched I'm it. Was like, it was like a like, week oh. long. I ate nothing but tacos for the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> my cholesterol level went up. I had to get on Plavix. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we make a book like uh, Tommy, which is a story about a little kid with an imaginary friend, finds out his imaginary friend's a serial killer. So, yeah. <laughs> so this is a collected book. This is the first three issues, and we're actually he's doing... He's a serial killer. Hmm? Does <laughs> it? You read the book, you... you... <laughs> Does it? Because everybody's like, who's the killer? All right, really? Is the rabbit real? Is this? Is that one? Read the book. Read the book. Read the book. I mean, it's in your head, so... Yeah. Just uh, to get the story out. Uh, the, and the other one is Zombie Years. It's a post-apocalyptic zombie story that takes place in Miami. And I did this like seven years ago, eight years ago. I got like nine issues done, but the first five issues have been in graphic Pretty much. You know what's fucking hilarious about that was um, when the the guy that ate the guy's face, the zombie attack happened on Biscayne. When you put in Miami zombie, I was the first thing that comes out on Google. So I remember I was at work and it's like my phone goes off and it was like the, my service provider was saying, what's going on with your website? Because you've gotten 37,000 hits in like the last hour. And your bandwidth, you're going way over your bandwidth. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. And then I heard about the Miami. So every time, that only happened for like eight hours. And then like the next day, I was already like second, third page. Like no. That longer. was crazy when they ate that yeah. guy's face. Yeah. You guys, you guys remember that? No. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. Well, the police officer, one of the police officers that shot that the answered. Guy. The, yeah, answered and shot the guy, right? Yeah. He actually bought a crap ton of these. Yeah. And he bought, a, <laughs> he bought the cover and everything. He actually was like, oh, I have them all over the police station. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, I guess that's cool. Uh, but I actually contributed to the guy named uh, Babo, the guy who got uh, his face eaten. I actually contributed with some other bloggers to, to just gain awareness and everything else because he was homeless. So, like, he lost his face, his one eyes. of his, eye, his eyes. Both of them. And both of his eyes, all this other stuff. And he still lived. And they gave him plastic surgery and all this other stuff. And he's, he was happy just strumming his guitar. He was still okay. You know, That's and crazy. the craziest thing is they say, and this is great, the guy that ate his face, 
He didn't have any drugs in his system. All he had was marijuana. I doubt it very much. I'm sure there was something in there. You don't think those are really bad munchies? Mm, uh, it could be, but no. It's <laughs> really sure whatever bad. Whatever he smoked had something crazy in there. So he had nothing in his system. Uh, like, it's all a government conspiracy. There, there are zombies out there, and they're making them. And there's going to be a lot more. That's my opinion. Really, you're gonna yes. start doing that? Yes. You're gonna... So you think you think this is just a test trial? Uh, it's gonna. I I I think there are a lot of things. I'm I'm a big comic book fan. I love comic <laughs> books. I've been doing comic books for a long time since I was a little kid. I've been reading comics since I was seven years old. I believe that the time that there's going to be people with extraordinary powers is coming soon. If it's not through genetics or something, it is going to be uh, created technology-wise. Like they're doing those suits already, like the Iron Man suits. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen, uh, it's all gonna happen. Have you seen that uh, that show on uh, the superhero one? The one on Amazon. Oh, I love it. Uh, the Boys. Yeah, The Boys. That's mm-hmm. that's insane. It's insane. Mm-hmm. another independent comic book. Uh, but we're getting we're getting totally off topic. Uh, this is totally related to Latinos. Yeah, it is. Yeah. In the future. But uh, creating comic books with us <laughs> is what we do. So uh, we're here for answer all your questions on how to create comic books. Mm-hmm. And uh, being in the Latino world, uh, and there's not too many. That's the thing. Like this industry is mostly still, you know, pretty much. What do we got? I got yeah. Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, oh, I'm sorry. There's well, you got you got the Hernandez brothers who did Love, Love and Rockets, who's like one of the main like independent like comic book people oh, out there. Wow. Yeah, they're, 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 yeah, the Jamie and Beto and all these guys are like amazing artists. And then there's been a couple here and there. Uh, Michelle Fife, he, uh, Fife or Fife, I always say the last name. He's actually from Miami. He's doing Copra. He just did Bloodstrike for Image. He brought that book back. Remember Bloodstrike? With yeah. The blood? He actually brought it back. And uh, I think yeah, and he's done some stuff for Marvel for a bunch of people. So he's another artist. He's out of here, out of Miami, Cuban descent. And so, I mean, as far as Latino, there's not that many. There's not that many. Well, and I then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Humberto Ramos also, and a couple of other ones. I mean, as far as artists and everything, but not that many creators. You know, that's the thing. The people that are making the comics, that's the main thing you have to be looking for. Uh, but it's cool because we have a lot of people that, if you look at in Argentina and Brazil and everything, there's a lot of comic book artists that come out of there. There's a lot of people that come out of there. They're amazing talent out of Italy, too. But, you know, not to say Latin, but uh, like Mila Manara, which is kind of pornographic, he was a huge influence on a lot of the artists that are in Argentina and from the 70s on so like a lot of the artists that came out of there um I don't know if any of you in Latin America have seen the comics that are in the, all down there like kind of hey what's going on chief hey man rooting for that the hurricane's not here might skirt my uh I'm still in Orlando so yeah well I mean I might skirt it but it's, it's, it's a great vibe. yeah but enough about me continue about your fine <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so but there's a lot of different different aspects of it, like um, that you can go into. You know, I mean, I don't know if there's a, again like what comics you guys are into or what comics that you guys like to read or watch. Now, you guys are looking into creating your own comic books. You're interested in how to get into the industry. Just like in- into like the Hispanic part of it, because like me being African American. Mm-hmm. not really there. I mean, now it's coming in a big thing, but it's like you have to think back when you were a kid, and it's like, all right, who do we have? I have Kwame from Captain Planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and who did the voice for Kwame? I forget. The Barber. Yeah, the Barber did it too, yeah. It's a yeah. nice joke. And I oh, him. he's super cool. He's super nice. I wish he did. <laughs> yeah. You can't talk shit about the so, Barber. Like, yeah, you can't. He, he's, he's cool. Mm. But like, I'm just like, all right, let me see. Because, like, again, like... Well, in comics, you had, a, you had a lot back in the day. What else? Well, Black Nine. Panther, the Falcons. Yeah, but, like... When we had nobody. Yeah. What, who did we have? Yeah, we, had, like, we had Vibe. We had Vibe, the breakdance. Vibe, we had... She's a Latino LGBTQ girl. Well, how long was that? Like, that's recent. That's recent. That's recent. That's a thing. We didn't have anything. The closest thing that I found out that I was like, what? And I had to look it up. Catwoman is half Cuban. That was the whole thing. Her origin was she was half Cuban. Oh, that is yeah. crazy. 
There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you had to look around. You're like, oh, shit, I'm going to smack it. A Cuban woman throwing chancleta at you. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. Like, I was like, oh, crap. That, but, yeah, but, like, uh, who else? That's it. Yeah, it was yeah. like, you know, when they, when they mentioned these things, like, later on, it's like, oh, you know, she was this. It's like, it wasn't, it wasn't showing well, this is the thing too. Uh, this is my argument. I don't feel a hunger for like, oh, you have to have Latin characters. You have to have, because then either a, it feels like you shoved it in. B, it looks like it, they do it badly. You know, like if they do get a Latin character, it's like, hello, my name is Rodrigo, and I have these powers. I'm like, oh. yeah. 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 Well, actually, there's a Cuban uh, mutant in the X Men. It's called La Bandera. Oh yeah, the the flag. Well, he's not technically she, it's Cuban. A she, it's a she. She, no, she, she wasn't Cuban, but she was. She because no. it was a fake ass. They always have a fake Latin country. No, yeah, they're always like San Cristobal. If, if you look into, or she was the, Venezuelan. No, she was Cuban. La La Bandera, the flag. No, no, no. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mutant powers that she was able to inspire people. Side by side. Yeah. Total communist. Total communist. It was crazy. But hey, that's what, that's what they think about Cubans, that the majority of us are communists. So. Yeah. Che, oh. they, it's Che Guevara with everything. With we hate Che Guevara. Yeah. Please don't wear yeah. a Che Guevara t shirt. Yeah. You might as well just wear a Hitler t shirt. Pretty much. Yeah. It's very insulting. That's what, people don't understand that. They think it's a fashion statement. It, uh, Scarlett Johansson got in trouble because she was wearing a purse that had some uh, chi- Chinese writing on the side. That was like a nice design. It's actually uh, um, the People's Republic of China, like Mao's, like saying on the side. I mean, that guy killed fifty million, like Chinese people. Like, <laughs> don't wear that shit. Yeah. When I grew up with uh, you know like the regular comic, like you got X Men and all the Avengers, you know the all those cartoons, nothing was. Yeah, no. yeah. But you know what? I'm kind of glad because, look, when X-Men, like Chris Claremont, and, 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 and they did it for good reason. Chris Claremont and John Byrne, when they came out with Latin characters, or well, they, when they came out with um, the, the character, like when they made Storm, and they had Wolverine, and they had Colossus, the whole idea was, oh, we're going to have all these people from different races and different backgrounds in this team, and it'll be really cool. Best intentions. Now, if you look at it, it is the most stereotypical yeah, shit. Right. I am Russian guy. I talk like Russian guy. I am Russian guy. I turn into metal. That's it. Like, it was just like... I am strong. Yeah, I am strong. I'm strong like Russian bear. That's all it was. Like, you know, Wolverine's a Canuck from, like, Canada. Like, you know, Nightcrawler. Like, you know. Bear. Not bear, but... Like, well, Nightcrawler was, like, um, from Yugoslavia or something like that. I'm like, there's, like, 9,000 G.I. Joe's. Like, no. So this was Bandera. Bandera. Yeah, and she was from Tierra Verde. They never give like real Latin countries. It's just like Bane. Oh yeah. Her father was a Cuban supporter of Fidel Castro. That was messed yeah, up. She's, she's okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, but she grew she grew disillusioned with his rule and fled to Florida, as she did. Fled to Florida. Yeah. Florida. Cuz all Cubans go to Miami. Yep, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. That's well, like see, We used to go to Jersey, but it got too cold. We came right back down. Um but yeah, so that's the thing. You're going to find these like different types of characters. Well, I used to have a Pakistani roommate, um, Fuad Siddiqui. He's an actor. He does a bunch of different stuff. He does a lot of, uh, you'll, you'll see him around here in Miami, big old geek. And our argument, well, not argument, we used to have a test. If you look at a dictator in a comic book, it goes, how can you tell it's a Latin dictator versus a Middle Eastern dictator? And it was either if they had a beret and if there was a palm tree in the background. Because uh, it's always desert. It's a brown guy with a mustache yep. with like a military hat. Palm tree? No, oh, that's a Latin country. No palm tree? Oh, that's a military. And he country. played both, part, both of them. He was a Latino terrorist <laughs> and he was a Pakistani terrorist. Yeah, he's actually all types of terrorists. So like that's the whole thing too. So you have to look at the outlook of what people know. And then the other thing, people don't know shit. People don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. I, look, Miami is a weird microcosm. This is a weird place. This is a place where you can speak Spanish. You don't have to learn English. You have to, you know, it, this is weird. Anywhere else, you're not treated like this. You can't be doing half the shit that people do here. And the people understand that. That's why I can't live anywhere else. <laughs> they don't allow you to live there. Yeah. And that's, and that's the cool part. I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all, I like the fact that this is like that. But you go anywhere. I mean, I'm talking already into Broward. It starts changing. They just don't tolerate half the stuff that's going on. So we don't understand what it is to be Latino somewhere else. Um, remember that time at McDonald's that you got bummed out? 
from that dude. Oh, several, several occasions I was bummed out of McDonald's. <laughs> Which one was it? Well, the time that we were in, I think, North Carolina, we went to a con, and you were there was some stupid song, and you started singing it with some dude, and you, they were like, you guys were singing it together while we were waiting for our food to cut out. And there were Mexican ladies serving the food, and I remember they were talking Spanish, and then the guy just turns around and goes, man, they got to start with their Mexican top. Yeah, blah, oh, blah, I remember blah, that. Remember? Yeah, yeah. So and you were, he, called, he called our language Mexican talk. Was, and it wasn't like I didn't hurt me a lot, but yeah. I was like, man, shit, you know, like you're just. Well, in the Cali, either Mexican or Samoan. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I, dude, I'd, I'd I'd make that call looking at you, dude. <laughs> I lived in California too. I'd be like Samoan with the hair and everything. But that's the thing. But that's because people don't know shit. They don't know anything. I remember uh, when I went to Savannah College of Art. When I was there, there was one girl. We were introducing ourselves in the class, and this girl looked at me and looked at me, looked at me, because I go, oh, I'm I'm half Cuban, half Mexican, blah blah blah. And then she looks at me, and she raised her hand while I'm talking. I'm like, we're not taking questions, but okay, like, whatever. And she looked at me dead straight on and looked at me, like, really? Like, what? He goes, I thought all Cubans were black. What? And I went, nope. <laughs> like, there's Cubans, there's, I'm a half Cuban, and, you know. And I told her, like, actually, Cuba, there's Asians, there's actually, there's a lot of Chinese Cubans, and there are a lot of Cubans, and black Cubans, white Cubans, everything. So there's a lot of the, people don't know enough of our culture. So when they make those judgment calls to add a Latin character, like, it, I love it when they're like, oh, they add a, a Latin character to a TV show, and it's the maid, you know, oh. or it's the, you know, the, that doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean you have to make them a lawyer, but why does she have to be the maid? And then why does she have to talk like this all the time, you know, like, yeah, some of us can speak, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, Superman not here. <laughs> no, no. It sucks, because that's, like, that's my aunt. So, uh, I look at it, I'm like, fuck, that's my aunt. <laughs> but I, but I'm, I'm a little bit guilty. I haven't put a lot of Latino characters in my book myself. So It's I hard, guess, though, but we don't, we don't look at it like I that. I guess it's because of my own experience with comic books. I've been reading them such a long time, and I've been so used to... White people are right. All the time. It, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah, white people. Yeah, that dark alley. Yeah, <laughs> safe. You know? So uh, I got used to going with that... Formula too, and uh, I wish I could do something different, but uh, it's the market too. You know, I, I just don't know. I just got used to going that way, and I stayed that way. Now and, it's a different because now I think there's so many people that are looking for different characters, and you got the LGBTQ community. You got I guess I'm just too old. I don't know. <laughs> do you think the industry itself is going down this path of just trying to stay now? No, no, the, the, the industry is actually gotta, expanding more now. It's, it's, everything's going to change now. The thing is this, there's a lot of change because, look, the truth of the matter is comics as comics. Now, I'm not talking about the movies, I'm not talking about animation, everything else. There's not a lot of money on the table. Yeah. There's not a lot of money on the table. It's a billion dollar industry at best. At best. We're not talking about the movies. No. And I'm talking about the whole industry. Look at this way. They, the statistic is there's a, probably about a thousand people working professionally in the comic book industry that means that they make a wage that they collect taxes that everybody else is freelance or part-time or anything else it's it's then there's not enough money on the table there's not enough people buying comics right so what happens is that these companies when everyone's complaining oh man, you're changing the character you're doing this because dude we're trying to sell books by the same side we own a comic book shop so we see the other side of it too and when we see it it's the same thing when they do another number one. Oh yeah we get we're sick of it. We're like, no, why the fuck or, are you starting or, or this book? Or the five hundred variant covers. Yeah, well, that's it. I I I, I love comic books and I and I still read them. I still collect them, and and it's still as far as print media goes, it's still one of the strongest ones that's left in there because magazines are pretty much dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. newspapers. Yeah, dead. Comic books they still sell. Yeah, not in the numbers that we were. Not and not here. I mean, that, that's the other argument but, I would make too. But like print Miami's media, comic books are still kicking. At yeah. least magazines are dying. No. You know, magazines like eight bucks now. Yeah, Mad Magazine. Yeah, it's there's Mad- that's like fourteen. There's a art, uh, like a Photoshop from UK. That's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the computer arts magazines. Those are always four. Those always have been fourteen, fifteen bucks. They should be more now because. Yeah. Well, but the, the printing cost is just so. Ex- it's printing, printing, and and uh, shipping costs like crazy. And, and now you got to print in China if yeah. you're going to make a comic book. Uh, we're going to go. Through, we used to go to Canada to print because in the states it's impossible to print. 
So now we're going to take our printing jobs to China. Now what's happening with Trump, it's going to make even harder to print in China now. So, you know, they're closing our doors everywhere for the comic book, for the print media. Uh, it's getting harder and harder because it's just so expensive. And digital isn't there yet. Digital isn't there. The numbers on Amazon... There is, there is. Well, Comixology and, and, and through Amazon, yes, there's a viability to it. Nobody's making crazy money on it. That's the, the truth of the matter is, is that not enough people are going and buying. No, it's a cut. And now, instead of, they, before they were like, okay, let's sell an issue. Because this is my thinking, and this is my problem with it. They'll go and say, okay, this issue of Batman just came out. It's three ninety nine. Let's say two ninety nine. All right? But you can get the digital copy, but for two ninety nine. What? That's ridiculous. It's a digital copy. Give it to me for a dollar. You know how many you will sell at a dollar? I'll buy it for a dollar. A dollar is nothing. A dollar you can... And what's it cost you in the order? They won't do that. So that's the one model that I've been seeing. Both Marvel and DC don't do it. Image doesn't do it either. They stay to the three ninety nine price. And it's stupid. And if you buy a Marvel comic, it comes with a code well, so, to get yeah, the digital you, comic. Sometimes you get the digital comic. Well, if you buy the physical the comic, comic yeah. but you're getting something... You're still getting a physical thing. I, I can't. I can't see myself buying a digital comic. I. I don't enjoy it. I need to have the actual comic book in my head. You like smelling? Yeah. Well, it's like Stanley. Uh, there's nothing like smelling an old. Com- I don't know if you guys know the smell of an old comic book. You get an old comic book and you just take a whiff of it. We sit there in the shop sometimes. I, I, I was talking to him about it. We should make an air freshener old comic. It's just hanging in your car thing. It's just a, it's a cover of a Spider-Man comic book. It should be a cologne and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it drives the chicks away. But even Stan Lee had a saying about that. He says, like, you know, comics are like boobs. In, in the end, I like to hold them in my hand. Yeah. You know, so even Stan Lee was, was it's a great, and, and it's true. It's, it's, it's the same thing in music. Like, there's audiophiles. There's people that are like, okay, like, you can listen to an MP3, but if you listen to a record, it's totally different. The record has way more sound, way more volume in it. It has a different feel, so that's the same, the the same antic with that. I mean, you, you got to look at it that way in the quality of it. But in the end, the industry doesn't have enough money. There's just this, and they're scrambling always to keep sales going. You know, you think, oh, there's a new Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man comics must sell like crazy. Nope. Oh, Black Panther came out. Black Panther must. Come. Nope. The back issue probably, maybe the first appearance, sure goes up in price, but no one. We don't have the the uh, people around the door looking for the latest. You know. Marvel or Avengers book. You think, oh, Avengers came out. People are going to come in knocking the door down to get Avengers down. They're not. There's a bunch of history. Like, if you have those certain people that are like, yeah, I want. When a... I go in my shop, what I do, because I don't really go in anymore recently because work, but like if a cover. Where, where do you live by? Huh? Do you stay in Miami area or? Yeah. Kendall, Kendall. Kendall, yeah, Kendall? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you go to the shop down south. Corga? Yeah, I go to Corga. Yeah. Nice, nice guys there. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually good. With Juan or Rich or whatever. We got we got a comic book shop in Hialeah for anybody who's in the Hialeah. It's the Goblin's Heist. It's actually right on the other side of the airport. Yeah. So if you guys want to go by oh, the Goblin's Heist. Like, yeah. I usually go in and it's like like I get certain ones that I'm like like I know I have subscription but they haven't updated. I, I get Jeff and Holograms and the Archie Werewolf mm. or zombie one. <laughs> but it hasn't got yet, but like if a cover catches my eye, then like, I recently got one where it's like, it was weird. Like, it had these girls that were, like, going into a scientist place to get these mutated animals for some reason. I'm like, well, this is interesting. And also, I had to get one with Yogi Bear and uh, Deadpool or Deathstroke and thing. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. This is weird. <laughs> Yogi Bear with Deathstroke. I remember when yeah. that came out. That was a couple that months ago. That was weird. I was like... Yeah. The Hannibal Barrett crossover. It was so weird. Why would they do that? Uh, they just but that's trying to sell books. You know, sell books. Get, you know, you keep the Warner Brother characters. You know, relevant. You know, those sold actually really well. Yeah. We did yeah, pretty the, okay. The, we did DC pretty okay. DC owns well, Warner Brothers owns, owns DC, DC and, yeah. Yeah. so they have to keep the characters around there. I, I guess, but if they keep they keep out Scooby Doo. Yeah, but did you ever see? Did you ever read the Batman Elmer Fudd comic I by Tom King? It. Yes. It's so good. It's so stupid and messed up that I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like reading it. I'm like, this is really intriguing. Because the whole thing is Elmer Foote's like an assassin and he just killed the rabbit. Gosh. And he had to come back to the bar. And there's these guys there. And you look at one guy and he's talking to him and everything else. And you notice he's a human, but it's Daffy Duck. And another guy's talking to him and he's kind of messed up and he's kind of big and everything else. It's the Tasmanian devil. 
So they kind of like transmogrified it, and then Batman shows up and like figures out, and he's like kind of like leaves Elmer Fudd because he's like seeking revenge or something, and he ended up not killing the rat. It's some crazy shit. They, Rabbits, dogs, everything else, but no Latinos. Everything <laughs> but a Latino in that book. So and that's a lot of times when they do those kind of things with those characters. Like there's gonna be a push now, especially in comics, for more Asian characters. Mostly, if you see it already in the movie industry, you're going to see it in other things because the Asian market is the biggest, fastest growing new market that's out there. And they, they want access to it. It's, a, it's more, I think, the fourth, think of like the 14th biggest movie in China already made as much money as the Avengers or something like that. Like, it's really ridiculous. Because the Chinese, now that they have a new middle class, they're really going to see movies and do this and do that. So they're really for it. And the Latin market's always been hard. And the Latin market has... When does Mulan live actually come out? Disney's that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger than bank with that Mulan. Yeah. Well, they always bank. Yeah, Shang-Chi. I mean, you're going to see this a- that's Asian slant. They did it with uh, Amadeus Cho, who's the, the, the Korean Hulk. You know, they had that for a while. So they had all these different characters. See, you're like, eh. I know, it's like, what? Why? It wasn't a bad story either. He was cool as shit. And Frank Cho did some of the, uh, the cover work for it, and it was awesome. But, yeah, it, it, you're going to see that push. It, it, they have to see the money. They have to see the money. If the money's not there, they're not going to make the push. And most Latinos, a lot of Latinos too, I would dare say, I don't know, they're not really into comic books. It's not a cultural thing. Like, most of us... Uh, no, not... They some are, but not that many. It, it's because if you go baseball, shit ton. Miami, Soccer. Miami is just a weird town for comic books altogether. Well, Miami, I always say the same thing. If you're into boating, being outside, scuba diving, drugs, and you're dancing, you know, like yeah. you know, partying like a maniac, this is the town. I don't. Like, I don't think it's a Latino thing not being into comic books. Uh, I just think it's the area that you're living in, actually. Has a lot to do with it. Yeah, but uh, and, and you, you still have parents are like, like, oh yeah, they have a muñequito, you know, like. Th- that's know. true. That's the yeah, thing my, too. My, my dad, they had the con el muñequito eso, and then he hit you in the back of the head, like. Yeah. And you there with Silver Surfer, oh dad, but he's really cool. And, uh, <laughs> I remember that. And my dad yeah. was like, that's that's stupid. Don't do that. Yeah, and, and then meanwhile, like remember, like Heroes Con, there was that family, and it was like the grandfather collected comics, oh, yeah. the the son, the grandson. And then, like, the mom... And, like, the whole family collected comics. Like, again, North dude, Carolina. That's North Carolina. I was like, you know, so you, you see yeah, the barometer. Yeah. I, I think that when, you know, when you have to close down for the winter and lock yourself in a room and... Yeah, yeah you gotta have comics. You gotta have something. Well, I used to say that about, like, in Chicago, you would go somewhere... And they were like, oh, that's the gay bookstore, and this is the lesbian bookstore. <laughs> and you're like, why do you have... It goes, that many people read... <laughs> That what? they need a lesbian bookstore, like they need the, like a separate. What was this at? There was this in uh, in Chicago when I was like a lesbian bookstore. Yeah, interesting. And then no, and then they had like they were. I was looking they for a Latin bookstore. Latin, yeah. And it was like, yeah, it's a lesbian bookstore, and I'm like gay bookstore. I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? Like something changed. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because it was just like women's studies and lesbian and that, and it's like you know they had their separate. But there were so many readers. Yeah, think about it. There's so many readers that you can make a store that only caters to one section of, like, the gay... It was the same thing. They had a Mexican bookstore. And it wasn't a Latin bookstore. Because I remember my mom, she likes poetry. So she was getting into everything. Her mom was from Mexico. And she was reading and so And then she asked, do you have so-and-so? And they go, oh, no, he's Spanish. He's a Spaniard. You'd have to go down the street to the Latin bookstore to see if they have it. They would only have Mexican. I bought a bunch no of Mexican bookstores. science fiction. Now there's no bookstore. There's, like, one. You got yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's not a you know. I one can argue that if that's a bookstore. Um, and when no, there's nothing in the Latin section. Like I went to the, I went to the Barnes and Nobles in Coral Gables. Pretty much just not. wrap all Latinos as Mexican and like put the like because you're trying to show the person's heritage. No, we're all lumped into one bunch, and we're yeah. all Mexicans. And I always say the same so thing because people yeah. sometimes a lot of Americans don't understand that. And you go, well, what's, what, why does it matter? Why it goes? It goes. It's like me saying, guy from Alabama is the same as a guy from New York. Are they? I will bet you Alabama, New York guy have things to say about that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Texans the same as a New Yorker, or California is the same as a Georgian. No, there's different shit. So for Latin America, we happen to be a bunch of countries. And you think about it, we're most of North America, bro. <laughs> like, you know. 
Yeah, everybody's Chinese. You know what's funny though with with Asians? I I don't know why, but I'm glad that in the, their shit they have their racism because <laughs> they're like, oh, everybody shits on Filipinos, and it's like I'm like, why? And no one can tell you why. I'm like, what happened? Because they're, they're not supposedly so, technically they're like the more Spanish ones? and Asians or something. Yeah, like yeah, that like they're dark. mixed. And, yeah, yeah, they're not really Asian. And then Koreans so. think they're like the start of like everything great and Asian, but the Chinese are like shits on them, and the Japanese are imperialist assholes. And yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, yeah, you guys have your thing. Cool, like that's. Well, Latinos have that too. Latinos have that too. I remember when people used to fuck with, uh, well, it's always the new guy, but you would fuck with Nicaraguans, fuck with Colombians, fuck with who else? I don't know. Everybody. Whoever the new guy is. Well, Cubans always make fun of Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans make fun of Cubans. Oh, and and being at Mexican, all I ever heard is Cubans. Everybody kind of dreads Cubans because we make fun of everybody. Everybody hated Cubans because like, we got to stay here. Everybody got sent back, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now everybody gets sent back. Now Argentina. nobody gets to stay no. here anymore. Oh, Argentinians. Argentinians. Oh, no, nobody likes Argentinians. Nobody likes Argentinians. Not even Argentinians like Argentinians, okay? <laughs> See, there's even a joke in Spanish that it translates to English. It goes, why aren't there any earthquakes in Argentina? It goes, because even the earth can't swallow those fuckers. Yeah, ni la tierra se lo traga. Because it's just that bad. Yeah, Why can't Argentinians be uh, paratroopers? Porque siempre cae mal. Argentino siempre cae mal. Can't be a paratrooper. Are you Argentinian? You must be from Uruguay. No, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Why not? Well, and, well, and they have that mix of that European they ancestry. Have, they have a similar talk speech, but if you call Argentina and Uruguayans, yeah, no. Uruguayans are cool with it. Like, ah, okay. we're not Argentinian, we're Uruguayan. I've never met a pissed off Uruguayan. No, no, they're cool. They're all like, man, they don't give a shit either. They're like Argentinians on weed. They're like really cool. Yeah, but that's the thing. But people see all the stuff that we just talked about. They a lot of people in North America don't know that, and they don't know that about a lot of different cultures. I think it's also like, um, like lack of education or lack of education about like. Okay, here's an example. There's this, uh, you know, about Gundam, right? Mm. All right, great. There's this Gundam series called G Gundam, where pretty much it was just to sell toys. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty that's much the premise the of all the cartoons. Gundam, right? <laughs> no, no, no. But the thing is, particularly with this one, is because the premise of the show is each country had their own representation of a Gundam. Wow. They oh, have a tequila Gundam who has a sombrero hat. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I want to buy that. <laughs> we I want to cosplay we, that we need, this weekend. We need tequila Gundam in our like life. Every Gundam in every country, like the U.S., is a football player. Yeah. The French one has like okay, a little sword one, yeah. and like. The one that didn't make sense was the Swedish one. She was the same moon one. That one didn't make sense. But like the African one had like a zebra thing up there, Gundam. It's like Africa. <laughs> it's good. You know? like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not Yeah. It was. Well, again, I, you know, the thing is, it's a funny thing. It's not racist in the sense of it. it's stereotypical. It's stereotypical. And what it is, it wasn't them hurt anybody. It's like to include people. That's what people don't understand. A lot of times when they do that, it's like, oh, we want you to join the fun. And you're like, dude, you're fucking with my culture. It's a little messed up, you know. Um, There's also the talk of appropriation, you know, like the like Mexicans. Uh, there are a lot of them that don't like the sugar skull shit that people start painting their faces with the skull or doing the the other muerte. I don't give a shit because my family doesn't celebrate any of that stuff. And that's really this small over there. No one gives a shit. Like, okay, Cinco de Mayo, no one gives a fuck about that in Mexico. So, you know, no one cares. Like, it's just American thing. Yeah, yeah, they come up to you like, Cinco de Mayo. I'm like, no. Like, I don't celebrate this. I tell them the 15th of September. They're like, what? Like, yeah, that's when we give a shit. That's our Independence Day. Like, so the date's wrong. Yeah, the date is wrong. Yeah, we should have two. <laughs> exactly. No, with 15th of September, I partied over there in Mexico. And then that's, that's some crazy times. When I was but, reading the Blue Beetle um, comics, like Jaime's obviously, you know, Mexican, he, like, he says a couple yeah. of phrases and whatnot. And I follow Miles Morales, and I was kind of like, when I heard they was making anime, he's like, please don't make it like super stereotypical. He's, he's half Puerto Rican, half. I love I loved the character. I love the movie. Love I him. thought the character. He was, was portrayed. just a normal teenager. He I, and he was a Latino. Like, he was very Latino American. Yeah. I loved it. I love yeah. I love the way they drew his mom with a big butt. 
<laughs> it was awesome. It, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. It was the right thing to do. It just worked out right. No, no, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, I was I like, I don't As far as the actor? No, the villain. Yeah. The, the guy that was a scorpion that was speaking Spanish. Oh, that was weird for me because I don't know if that was an Ultimate Spider-Man reference to Scorpion because I think in his world they're all mutated instead of being mechanical. Oh, okay. And so I don't know, but I know because I mean the Latin villain that that Spider-Man had was to, um, what was it? Tarantula. Andrew Garfield one. He had a mechanical rhino. I think so. Tarantula, right? The guy with the spike on the was yes. Yeah, tarantula was the. But 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 Scorpion was not originally Latino. No, at all. But there's been so many Scorpions now. There's yeah. a female Scorpion now. The original Scorpion was again the suit that got stuck in the suit that couldn't take the suit off afterwards. No. That was the original story of the suit. No. Same thing with the rhino. A guy put up but a rhino suit that he got But stuck now, like, in, the, in the Ultimate Universe, they're all, like, mutated. They're, like, mutated animals. So, like, the guy's part scorpion, part the rhino's part rhino, vulture's part. That's, they made, they did it, like, mutated powers kind yeah, of thing. It was totally different back in the 60s. They were kind of like the DNA splicers type Yeah, I was like the Osborne using da 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 Yeah, so, I mean... You know, the, the, those are cool and everything else. But, like, yeah. See, that was where you're kind of messing with culture and you're putting it in. But no one, it's not overt, you know. I know in, in Spider-Verse he says a couple of words in Spanish to his mom. And he's, like, you know, eating from the pot. But it's very typical. It, it was part of the conversation. It's not a point of saying, oh, look at me. I'm a Spanish guy. You know, like. Like, you got it. Just a cool no, yeah. It's yeah. Part of the yeah. It's who he is. Well, that's the thing, and that's the thing I say. Like when you when you're creating characters or you're reading these characters, that's how they should be reading. They should be reading as who they are and as part of their identity. It's the same way if like if it's a gay character, does they have to have a lisp? Do they have to talk funny? Not necessarily. Also, why is that an issue? Is that like why is like. It's like, hey, you know, we need to stop that robot. I'm gay, and we're gonna go and stop it. I'm gay, and it's like, you know, it's like, dude, we are, we know you're gay. Like that's fine. Like, you know, it's not gonna stop the robot. It's not gonna stop the robot. Unless the robot's gay too, and he wants to date. Then that's a whole other comic book. Be a great one too. I'll write it down. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the only thing I would take on 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 any of that that kind of stuff. And I think the best thing too is you guys gotta talk to creators. You guys are the readers. You guys are reading and buying this stuff. When you see a creator that you like, you see what they're doing. If you like it or you don't like it, tell them. Because they don't know. They're, they're living in a bubble, working in a bubble. And the sales might be great. and everything else. But I've talked to people like Donny Cates and stuff like that who's written like Venom and everything. He doesn't know what half the people are thinking about his books. Other than the people that scream at him on Twitter. You know, like that's it. He was telling me about, last time I talked to him, he was talking about like, yeah, he was going to cancel his Twitter because he's just got too many threats. Yeah. Just because of Venom. Well, the last Absolute Carnage was really good. Is anybody reading yeah. Absolute Carnage? Really pick it up. Absolute Carnage is type of. That's all right. I like I like it a lot more than House of X, Powers of X. I, really? I, I guess I just like the action in it. It's yeah. it's like just knock knock down drag out action in the whole book. You guys have any questions? I know you guys said that you don't put a lot of Latinos in your story, but like how does I think in the attitude, like there's just a lot of it. I think I don't know. Uh, like we don't really. I I guess in the way I write some of the dialogue, I might put in some of the words that I might that we might use here in Miami that other people don't use. You know, throw in some Spanglish in there sometimes. Uh huh. And then sometimes you use words uh, that you shouldn't use. Exactly. Like shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> uh, we had an argument over shenanigans. It was. He says, nobody says shenanigans. People say shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans is a good word, right? It's a great word. It's a word now that our people word. are using. I, now. I came then, up with no. that word a long time ago. I wanted no to one came up with this shenanigans. I didn't come up with it, but I wanted to put it into a comic book a long time ago. And now everybody uses shenanigans. So you see, that was right. He loves shenanigans. Shenanigans. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking no. It's just that in this situation, no one goes, shenanigans, you know? Like, <laughs> I do. <laughs> it just yells shenanigans. Um... But no, I, I, you know what, I just, I don't really think I put a, too much of a, a, a Latino, fl- Latino flavor in my comic books. Uh, I'm guilty of that too, and, um, and I am Latino, but I guess I've been uh, just, I've, I've been absorbed here by the United States, and this is my country now. 
Uh, I know that my parents are from Cuba and everything, but this is, I have no real feeling for Cuba anymore, unfortunately. I don't even care to visit. Um, this is where I live, this is where I want to be, and, and I try to do my comic books the way I feel it, it is here. Uh, I don't want to do a comic book and make it Latino just for the sake of making it Latino. I don't see that. I, maybe I'm too old and I don't see the, the reason why. Maybe I should. Um, maybe to put more of us out there. But I think that we're all one and I think that we're all Americans here and we're all who we are. And we should all be together the way that we are right now. You are Kumbaya already? Kumbaya, yeah. Everybody hold hands. The, I, I, the thing is, too, is that Latino doesn't mean not American. You know what I'm saying? That it doesn't mean it can't be. It's gonna my, you know, I, I agree with like with Morgan Freeman. He says like Morgan Freeman says there shouldn't be a Black History Month. Why? Because it's American History Month. Why do we have to annex it off the blacks? The same thing for Latin Americans. Like I don't want a Latin American. I don't. I don't want a Latin history. I don't. Me personally, I don't want to be known as like oh a Latin comic book artist. I'd rather be known as a good comic book artist. That's like my main point. Like if I can get that far, I'll be happy. Um, and a lot of times that's the, the antic and, and, and the thing to, to really look for. I mean, I, I made a comic book with Latin characters in it, but it's more a love letter to Miami yeah. than, uh, and there's a, there's than anything. There's a lot of Spanglish in there. Spanish and Creole and everything. I, I introduced a Haitian character in issue six. You know, we had an Italian character by issue three. We had Cubans from the beginning. Um, and that was the whole point of it. Like the whole idea was that, but it's more me reflecting Miami and how it's from all these different people living in one area and the sense of community than, you know, getting into fucking antics about like being Latin or not Latin characters. Yeah. You know? uh, bottom line, I love comic books, whether it's Latino or not. I'm really into indie comic books. I think Disney's got enough money. Uh, there's a lot of great indie stuff. Uh, like you said, uh, The Boys, indie book great book and comic books are now a vessel for you to put your media out there whether it's your, your, your IP actually your intellectual property you create this you're going to have not just a script you're going to have your storyboards and everything in, a, in a one total package you can shop it around to people that are looking for movie deals or whatever and you can, you're putting your idea on a on an, on an avenue that it's easier on a format that's easier for people to be able to to you know relate with the guy that you give a comic book to, hey, here, here's my comic book. I want to make it into a movie. You give him the whole thing. The guy, the guy might throw it in his closet one time, pick it up. He goes to the bathroom, sits down, and starts looking at it. So a lot more entertaining than reading a script. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever read That's a script. A, yeah. <laughs> reading a script is pretty goddamn boring. Mm -hmm. But so you can read. <laughs> yeah, when you read a comic book, it's like you know you get more engaged. You feel yeah. like you're. It's the best business into. card you can have. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of indie books that are doing some great stuff out there. Uh, some movies that you guys might not even know were comic books. Road to Perdition, Tom Hanks, if you guys ever saw that Men movie. in Black. Men in Black was a comic book. There's a lot of good comic books out there that people didn't know that were comic books. Even the one with the, that Ghostbusters ripoff. That it was kind of like Men in Black, but it was like people from the dead and they were... Oh, R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D. Oh, yeah. That was a comic book. That was a comic book. There's a lot of books that were comic books. That we didn't, um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, I love the yeah. comic book. That was an awesome comic. ABC Comics. Mm -hmm. Great comic. You guys watch that movie? I saw the movie. Yeah. With Sean Connery. Loved it. The comic book is even better than the movie. So really, that's the movie that ended Sean Connery's career. Really? Like the, he, I like the movie. He what got so disgusted with it. Supposedly, he didn't like the production. He didn't like how it happened. Speaking of that, like, you watched Hellboy. Which one? Hellboy. The last Hellboy, I, it, it wasn't great, but it was... No, but there was one part where then I went and found out what the story was, and I was like, this comic's better than what y'all did in the movie, and yeah. I was so mad. Yeah. The part with the boar. Like, yeah. this whole thing. It's like, is that... The baby and the that little thing was a whole different storyline that was better in the book. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't read that one, but I I, I do like Hellboy and uh, I, like I love the Burley. movie. Both I, the movie was fun for me to watch. I wasn't crazy about it, but I I, I like the end where they show the 
What's that guy at the very end, after the credits, uh, he was dead. Oh, my God. Black oh. Hawk or something. The Claw, the Claw. The Claw. He's a comic book character, too. I didn't know that until after. I actually yeah, talked to him. He's, he's, really yeah. Oh, oh, Lobster Johnson? Lobster Johnson. Lobster, there you go. Lobster Johnson. There you oh. go. The Claw. I didn't see the movie. Like spoilers. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Spoilers. Big Lobster time spoiler. Lobster Johnson. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> but if, if, if you're into comic books, you'll get the very... You have to... But you, you know, we all sit towards the... I, I'm so used to... Because he's got them Marvel movies. I sit through all the credits now just to wait for something to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then when something doesn't happen, I'm really disappointed. Bro, non-superhero movies are doing that. The new uh, Dave Chappelle Netflix special. Oh, really? Sit through the credits. There's like another 20 minutes of stand-up like afterwards. The first time I ever saw that yeah. was on uh, First Beauty's yeah. Day Off. And I thought that was amazing when they did it on First Beauty's Day Off. I said, look at that. He's doing something after the credits. Yeah. He was the one who did credits. He's an he, I, I thought he, I, I'm not wrong. I think he was one of the first ones maybe, that, right? Maybe, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, what Deadpool did that in the first one. They did the parody of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That was funny. That was cool. Any other questions, guys? Do you guys have a booth? Yes, we do. Uh, what inspired you to make comics? Dude, I just uh, was reading comics since I was a little kid, and I fell in love with the media. Um, to this day, I still... Read comic books. We all have a comic book shop. We own a so. comic book shop. I have a massive comic book collection. My wife made me rent the warehouse to get my comic books out of the house because she couldn't take all these comic books in the house. So I had to rent the storage unit to put my comic books in. We share a storage unit together for our comic books. That's closer to the marriage. If we were a couple, we yeah. have, as a couple, we have the ultimate comic book collection right now. I tell them all the time if we yeah. were just gay, man. Yeah, we, we were man. just gay. Nobody solved wants so many problems. <laughs> just solved so many problems. We Financially, we'd be fine. Yeah. We'd be great, but no. Can't can't decide. <laughs> can't commit. Those gay guys that buy all the comics. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're. Uh, I've been reading comics since I was a kid, and just love the media. And I, an avid Dungeons and Dragons player, love to DM. Uh, so I love creating stories, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where I got into comic books and creating my own books. That's a that's a that's another genre that you have to look at Latinos in. In Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons. yeah. Because what did, what was the We're the ones as, that get beat up a lot. What was the Latinos what was the, and Dungeons what was the, and Dragons. What was the Latino what was the Az, Aztec? Wasn't there an Aztec? There was a was there an Aztec? Because there was Oriental Adventures, which is already kind of fucking racist. <laughs> uh Al Qadim. I don't remember. They were Al Qadim. That was like the the Middle Eastern. No, no. wasn't there a Latin? I, they, it might have been a South American thing, so I, I don't relate to it because I'm Cuban. Oh, okay. They're not. A Caribbean. I don't relate to. I'm Caribbean. I'm not. I'm not Latin, South American. So I don't know. I come from the islands, man. Yeah, whatever. I roll the boat. I don't cross terrain. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions, guys? Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, I have another panel later on today, I think at 11. But yeah, we're, what's our booth number? We're in that main row in the middle. I have no idea. I was just going to ask. We're you right in front of uh, Hero Hype. Entertainment. Uh, I haven't put on the books yet. Yeah. We'll point out it on the map. Six, ten, and six, twelve. Yep, that's it. We're there. We're there somewhere. Whatever that thing says. And, uh, He'll have some of his books out there. I'll be walking around just mm-hmm. doing my thing. And yeah, like I said. Jose Paris. Jose Paris. He's not have, here. Um, a new artist on it. Werewolves. There you go. Well, uh, we do have Daniel Delitzkis with us uh, and uh, Andre Labrada. So they're they're down there also doing their artwork and everything else. Again, uh, and uh, that's a Israeli and a what the hell is Andre? Andre's Cuban. Andre's Cuban, right? Yeah, Andre's Cuban, but he wants to be Korean. Yeah, <laughs> slowly he's morphing into he's a great. Morphing. He's morphing. He's buying the surgeries little by little. So yeah, come down and check out our work. Thank you guys. Was the best panel? Uh, I have to check my phone. Like, let me see. Hey folks, this is a late one. I know, I know, I know. I just had a couple of freelance things that come in, some covers that I'm doing for a client, a album cover, and some other stuff. So I have been ridiculously busy. And then on top of that, I have the shop to do. So by the time I turned around and said, hey, do I need to do the podcast? It was like Wednesday, like night. And I was like, fuck. 
And instead of doing some tired random rant like I did last time that was such a piece of shit, I said, no, let me put something together. And I looked through my archives and I found this great Otaku Fest uh, 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 panel I did with my partner, John Ayua, who's a, who's a writer. Uh, it's a Latinos in Comics uh, panel that we did. And it's uh, it's pretty good. It's actually, it covers a lot of different things, a lot of different aspects, but it gets into the, the hoity-toity of uh, making comics and everything else while being actually a Latino or Latina in here. And yeah, we're not big fans of Latinx, so yeah. But listen up, uh, let me know what you guys think, and I'll talk to you at the end. Okay, so I hopefully you guys got something out of that, and it was fun. Uh, as always, the Taco Fest was really awesome. That was from 2019, so it was a while ago before all the COVID stuff happened and everything else. So it may be a bit dated, but what is it? Wasn't it a happier time? Anyway, uh, going on this week, I will be on uh, today's Thursday, so I'll be on the Goblins Heist Facebook. I will be on at 9 p.m. We'll be doing our comic review show. I'll be on with John talking shit and little John if he doesn't fuck up everything. And then on Sunday, I will be doing the Sunday claim sale on uh, Goblin's Heist at 4. And you can tune in and pick up some cool stuff. I think we're going to be more toy-centric and more, uh, what's it called, uh, Funko-centric on Sunday. So it'll be more stuff stuff than comic books. Uh, other than that, we are super busy. We got stuff going to CGC. We got stuff putting me put together. And I'm finishing up comics for both uh, Fuaca.com and some other stuff. And posting and uh, everything. Like I said, I had an album cover coming that I'm doing. And I have uh, another cover I'm doing for Dynamite. So I have been very, very busy. Um, hopefully what I'll do is try to get some time through the weekend and, and start putting together the next one. I have some really cool stuff that I want to talk about if you guys have anything you want me to know about or anything else you can always email uh, email me fuacata at gmail.com f-w-a-c-a-t-a um and you're always online i'm on all the chats and all that crap let me know what you want me to cover or talk about or anything like that maybe i'll do a questions episode i'll see about doing that and, and post it online and see if uh uh i'll make a podcast out of that for next week that'll be kind of cool yeah 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 for sure for sure all right, guys. So that's everything. As always, you can find me at fuacata.com, F-W-A-C-A-T-A. And you guys have a good one. Be good. Don't be douches. We got enough douchebags. You know, we need less douchebags and more more awesome bags. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that would be. Balls. I don't know. Laters. <laughs>